Welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I am behind the lovely Vogue Theater with a gentleman called Mike, but you might know him better as Perfume Genius. Hi, hello. I noticed that right now you are vaping. Yeah. Do you have a specific flavor that you like? I do enjoy a berry flavor, mixed berry, specific berries. Have you had a nice day so far? It's been fine, you know. It's just been driving, really, and I uh, had a really bad slice of pizza, and now I'm doing the interview. I was backstage waiting for you, and I had a chance to sample the Bell and Sebastian spread. It was very nice. I haven't seen it yet, but I'll take your word for it. It's better than that pizza, I'll tell you that. I'm sure, I'm sure it's better than that, yeah. So how about you take a deep, long hoot of your vape, okay. and I'm going to play a Perfume Genius track. Mm. Guess which track I'm going to play? Queen. I will be playing Queen. Good guess. How would you like to say something about that track before I play it for the audience? Queen. Queen's my hit. It's my number one on the charts. It's my, um, my hit. Don't you know you're Queen? We are even flower bloom at my feet Don't you know you're queen Cracked
Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard a track called Queen by a guy called Perfume Genius. Luckily, he has to vape or he would probably run away and not do this interview. <laughs> but I'd love you to talk a little bit more about the track Queen. Queen? I guess it's probably the most like overtly political song I've written. It started out personal, you know, and I wrote it just for me to sort of puff out my chest and build some confidence. I guess that's a response to homophobia, essentially, and people giving me a hard time. And, and that song's me kind of taking that instead of internalizing it and then being embarrassed or self-conscious, flinging it back at them, you know. And so it's therapeutic for me, but then I sort of made it more universal so everybody could use it. That was my favorite song of last year. I had a little bit of a crush on that song. Yeah. So I thought I would ask you about a song that you've had a crush on. Oh no. Song crush. Let me think. Maybe you should take a vape while you think. Yeah, maybe I'll take a, a toot, as you said. Take in some sweet berry goodness. <laughs> oh shoot. Song crush. What if okay. we took out your phone and we looked at the most played tracks? Let's see, your music, songs. He really is getting out the phone. Yeah, no, I'm being I'm being real. Oh, well, I cover a song called Bodies in Trouble by Mary Margaret O'Hara. She's Canadian as well. And I've listened to that one so much and even played it so much that I can't, you know what I mean? I even memorize kind of the movements. She does these kind of, the song's very improvised and she moves the way that she sounds. She's kind of these weird hand movements and gestures and stuff. And I've kind of overwatched and over-listened to it. So I wish you could see it because he did the hand movement. She kind of like digs in, you know what I mean? And then she'll kind of like lift up and like walk away for a second. Yeah. Since you're performing this song every night and you're already sick of it, what is a performer to do to get through? Well, I'm not sick of my version of it. I'm sick of her version of it. <laughs> Which sounds awful, but I I love the still love the song. I just have over listened to it. Her version, yeah. We've all been there with many, many songs. Luckily I'm not there with Queen yet, okay. but I've got another question for you. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Perfume Genius, you've said that this record, your current record, which is called Too Bright, is about an underlying rage that has been growing since the age of 10 and has just begun to bubble up. Please, Perfume Genius, tell me more about this rage. About the bubbling rage. All right. Well, around, well, whatever, 10, 11, when, whether it was other people telling me or I just decided that I was different, in many ways from everybody else. I became very embarrassed and self-conscious of, of who I was. But at the same time, I was deeply resentful and pissed off at being made to feel that way. And as I got older, I realized I kind of chose to feel that way and chose to be an outsider a lot as well. But those things grew in parallel, this sort of embarrassment and shame and like anger and resentment. And I'm kind of over the embarrassment and shame now. So I'm dealing with the other one. Okay. That was the most pleasant expression of anger I've ever listened to. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, I'm trying to like give it a direction. Focus it. Channel it. And at least we're getting some great songs because of that rage. Mm -hmm. Nearly every article I've read about Perfume Genius today has the word sexuality in it. Yeah. It was a little frustrating for me. How is it for you? I mean, I'm very explicit and specific about being gay. <laughs> in my music and part of that is because I am you know what I mean like it's part of it is just who I am so my music if, unless I'm going to change pronouns or be um, extremely vague vague yeah but also I do I am on purpose trying to be provocative and trying to 
bring things up and talk about things. But, you know, I'm still a musician too. Like, I worked really hard on how it sounded. My sexuality was a hot topic. And I understand that. I knew that would happen with this album. I intentionally caused it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's not all I want to talk about. So I think there should be a balance, and sometimes there is. Sometimes yeah. there isn't. Yeah, I guess what I'm getting at is that I think that, sure, you're gay, so a heterosexual male listener to the music, there's going to be some difference of experience in life, but there's a lot of similarity of life experience. Well, so yeah. That's very frustrating to me if we're talking about that. I mean, I listened to a lot of women growing up that made feminist music, and I found like that as a source of strength, and I'm not a woman. You don't need to... That's bullshit if people are going to try to pull that one. That's just their own fear. Or that it means like the music that they listen to will mean something about them. It's the same thing with like guys think if they play with their ass, they're going to turn gay. It doesn't happen. <laughs> I think that it's time to listen to another Perfume Genius song. And I'm going to play the song Grid. So how would you like to tell the listeners something about it before they hear the song? Yeah, sure. It's the first song where I screech, where I screeched, a full screech. It's the first song that I sang in tongues as well. It's one of the bleakest and most depressing songs I've ever written. Nice, can't wait to hear it. I know you want me, baby, sometimes. Maybe, baby, you were right. I know you want me, baby, sometimes. Maybe, baby, you were right. I can see, see from Mike from Perfume Genius, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Could you do one where you sounded happy to be on the show? No, I don't do that. I'll, I don't know how to do that. Hi. <laughs>
Hi, it's Mike from Perfume Genius, and you're listening to the interview show with Scott Wood. Is that better? That was perfect. Thank you very much, Mike. Welcome back to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. Right now, I am in an alley with Perfume Genius. We just heard the track Grid off his third record, Too Bright. Perfume Genius, I'd love it if you could tell me a little bit about this track. About Grid? Well, I started with the pulsating beginning note, you know? And... It was one of the first songs where I kind of completely improvised the lyrics based on the sound. It was very cathartic to, to do that and kind of unlocked a certain part of my brain that creatively, I think, because I was so used to making music in this really patient, slow way before. And this song was much quicker and much more immediate feeling. I was reading a lot of interviews today, and one of them you said that this record, Too Bright, your third one, was your attempt to get more mainstream, less obviously gay, as if someone told you that if you did that, you'd get a bigger hotel room. How much bigger is that hotel room? Oh, it's not, because I didn't end up doing that. I mean, that's how originally what I wanted to do, just because, you know, I'm like in my 30s and you know, I just, I don't know, I need some money somehow. I need to make some money so I can pay my rent and uh, live my life. And so I had a lot of people telling me if I was less explicit about my sexuality, if I made my music less strange, you know, they're like, you have such a pretty voice, like you could make some money. And I was like, okay, well maybe I can do that and still have integrity. And so I tried to do that and it, they were all right. They just, the songs that I was writing weren't special or interesting. And so I scrapped them all and I made all the songs that ended up on my third album, which, you know, things have still gone really well. I'm really happy. I'm glad to hear that it's worked out. So I would love to play an older track right now, just so that people can see what your older music tastes, what your older music sounded like. So I'm going to give you, I'm thinking of the vape. (laughs) So I'm going to give you a choice between either Mr. Peterson from your first record learning or a track off your second record. Second record. Shall we play Normal Song off the second record? Yeah, that sounds good. All right, so we're going to listen to Normal Song, and when we come back, I'm going to ask Perfume Genius some questions about that one. Hold my hand I am afraid Please pray for me When I am away Comfort the girl Help her understand No memory No matter how sad No
Welcome back to The Interview Show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard Normal Song Off, Put Your Back Into It, which is the second record by Perfume Genius. I'm standing in an alleyway with Perfume Genius right now as a Jeep drives by. Perfume Genius, that's a nice Jeep, but I would love to hear about your song. About Normal Song? I wrote that for my friend Heather and for my mom um, and my ex-boyfriend. I wrote that for a lot of people, and me included, you know. It's very, the lyrics are almost saccharinely sweet. I called it Normal Song because it's the first song I wrote with like an acoustic guitar, which felt like very, you know, musician-y, singer-songwriter-y to me. <laughs> um, it's almost like a, I don't know, like Kumbaya for all the fucked up weirdos in my life. That track is from your second record. You're now on your third. I'd love you to talk about your growth as a musician. That first album was the most successful thing I've ever done. It was the first like artistic endeavor I did that people paid attention to. And so I thought I was stuck in that recipe that I used to make that album. And so it took me a while to, to shake off a lot of limitations I thought I had creatively and, and musically. And beyond that, it's just, I'm really, happy for all my success but it's been strange I had to get over a lot of self-conscious BS in my own head too Um, so how does a guy who's really self-conscious I can see the lines in your face as you're talking about that how do you move through that you just do that's the thing you don't it's not gonna repair itself you know there's not a you're gonna be uncomfortable you just do things anyway I'm freaked out all the time and very nervous a lot, but I just do the things that I'm scared of now. And every time you do it, it gets a little better. I don't know, it's really weird because I've intellectually, you know, I can see what I needed to do my whole life, but I, I never did it. I was just too frightened, but I just do it anyway. And But I guess the, the key is that the fear doesn't ever leave. I would love you to tell me about one thing you're particularly proud of on this record in terms of musical growth or something you've done musically that you're like, damn, I mastered that. Well, there's this middle part in a song called Fool with this, a kind of climb up my vocal range. And there's this really cathartic, um, epic (laughs) middle section. And I'm really proud of that part. We did it over and over in the studio and I had them turn on off all the lights and we lit candles and I just did it over and over until we got a really good one. 
but now I have to do it every night, which I was very scared about. But I don't know. I'm very proud that I can do that part live. And um, I don't know. I just like it. <laughs> I think that's the perfect introduction for me to play the song Fool off your third record, Too Bright. interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. You just heard the track Fool off the record Too Bright by a man named Perfume Genius. I'm standing with him here in an alley. He's sometimes vaping, sometimes talking to me. I'd love it if you could tell me something about the track Fool. Something about Fool. I like talking about the songs with like saying their names and stuff. That feels very musician-y. Kind of like when actresses talk about their characters in the third person. What can I tell you about Fool? Well, that, so, that song's about sort of amping up and playing into stereotypes just to sort of get through situations. Sometimes it's easier to just be kind of campy. And if you almost if you go like an extreme in one direction, it kind of calms people if they can't figure you out. If you're kind of a mix of a whole bunch of stuff, they would rather have you be an extreme in, in any direction, whether it's good or bad, you know? And so that's what that song is kind of about. Before we listened to the track Fool, we were talking about stuff you're especially proud of. You were especially proud of the track Fool. I wanted to ask you for one thing that you were going to be challenging yourself to do on the next record. I feel pretty free going into the next one. I don't feel like I have a lot of limitations. I don't feel particularly insecure either, musically. You know, I guess I don't write on tour. I don't write even when I'm home in time, like small periods between tours. You know, because I like a certain amount of drama. I like to be isolated and like have like a whole log cabin in the woods kind of thing. <laughs> but w- 
when you have those weird like periods where you're not making anything, you're scared that it's never going to come back. And I guess I don't remember what the question was, but my goal with the next album is to remember that that like block, like a creative block is part of the eventual thing that comes out, you know, and not get too frustrated and depressed because every single album I've made, every single thing I've ever done, there's a period where I think it's crap or nothing's working or I, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I can't do it anymore, but it always resolves itself somehow. All right, Perfume Genius, thank you for being on my show. I appreciate you taking some time to talk with me today. The last song that I play is always chosen by my guest. So please pick a Perfume Genius track for me to play and then tell me a bit about it as I turn on the music. I guess All Along, which is the last song on my new album. It has a happy ending. It's the only song really on that album that does. All right, we're going to listen to All Along off the third record by Perfume Genius. That record's called Too Bright. Thank you again for being on my show. Sure, thanks for having me. What drives me to my man Earthly You're fine Or otherwise Is no business of mine You waste my time You wasted my time Deep down I never did feel right Even now Sometimes Feelings alive. You wasted my time. You wasted my time. I need you to listen 